Welcome back to the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Officially six days away from Selection Sunday, Connor. Conference tournaments have been going like crazy. We have some teams that have clinched their ticket. Some teams over the weekend failed to probably do anything in March and will have to ultimately win the conference tournament. But awesome weekend, awesome, a lot of tournament games. We're almost there. I cannot wait. One of my favorite times of the year. But, man, I still some games that like had me questioning a lot of teams. Yeah, which has honestly probably been a theme the entire season. But, man, this we're in for a treat this week. This week is literally just nonstop basketball. Tonight's a little bit of a, a lighter slate, and then it's just all hell breaks loose. The, all the other conference tournaments are this week. And there's games starting at noon tomorrow, and it's basically like that. Up until Sunday. Yeah, we're going to be betting on games while we're working. Yeah, 100%. Unfortunately, I won't be able to watch them. Not until Thursday. Got two more days, baby. I take all this time off to watch college basketball. And I always will. Starting with the Big 12. Recap from the weekend. Big top 10 matchup. Texas beats Kansas 75-59 in a game where Texas kind of dominated start to finish. And it didn't really seem like Kansas was really trying to come back in that game. It was more of one of those things where, you know, if we knock down a couple threes and we get back in the game, so be it. If not, we'll live to fight another day. Yeah, I mean, Texas came out with their hair on fire, it seemed like, and Kansas took the punch and just, like, kind of backed off a little bit. It was just it, – it, 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 it is what it is. Texas dominated. I had Kansas plus the – too because i was betting on the better team but i mean that's the thing when you're betting on a dog at or away from home it's not always gonna work out so especially for a texas team that did i believe right uh clinch his share of the big 12 title i have no with idea. that win as well i'm pretty much 90 percent sure i'm gonna look it up but anyways it didn't really seem to me as if kansas had really that much of a care in the world they have a which obviously Texas probably does too, but have a lot, especially for the defending national champion. Like, there's a lot bigger things on their mind than having to win yeah. the Big 12 regular season title. Mm-hmm. Team that I just continued to doubt actually would have been a good week to do it. West Virginia, 89, Kansas State, 81. Pretty just much, throw it up in my face. My pretty much, I think, solidifies West Virginia's spot in the big dance Oddly enough, in an 18 and 13 record. Yeah, Kansas State kind of like did a Kansas and kind of took a shot and kind of backed off. Uh, I know, like, I was at work and missed the majority of it. You told me, like, Noel didn't start off too hot. Still ended up picked with, it up a well. He, he still ended up with 24, but picked when he doesn't start off doing that good, it doesn't always work for Kansas State. So. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, when Matthews, when, uh, Matthews, Johnson, Stevenson all go for over 20, like it's going to be hard to be West Virginia at home. Yeah, I mean, obviously Kansas State has an, their eyes on a much bigger prize, but still good for West Virginia. Obviously, another one that's kind of shocking here, Iowa State goes into Baylor, wins 73-58, to and... Iowa State continues to probably be the hardest team in basketball to get a grasp of. Easily number one. Eventually, there's somebody that's a number two, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, uh, completely off this game, I had Baylor minus six, seven? Yeah, it was a bigger number. I can't remember, but, yeah, I saw the score, and I was like, well, at least this is dead fast. Um, yeah, I, of course I talk shit about Iowa state and then they just punch me straight in the dick. Uh, I still, I, I don't know game in game out. I do not know what to expect from Iowa state. Yeah. I mean, Baylor basically got nothing from the bench. Conte George comes back from the injury and goes three for 10. I mean, as a team overall, 10 for 28 from deep, like they just, it just seems like nothing was clicking and the ferocious style of defense that a TJ Altsberger led team. And like plays, like just basically took over Baylor. 
again, again, I'm not going to just completely downplay Baylor and annoy Iowa State, one of the better teams, but that is going to be a key win when it comes to their seeding because Iowa State was kind of starting to flirt with that six line. They're probably still going to be hanging around a five, depending on what happens in the Big 12 tournament. I don't care. They're still going to be on upset alert for me. <laughs> Another big one. Oklahoma beats TCU 74-60. to That line was ratty. Dominated. I, w- I was on TCU minus, I think, two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um. Again, like, another thing where, like... <coughs> Was was the team playing with their full heart, and it kind of showed. Like, I feel like TCU kind of thought that they could just walk into Oklahoma and just walk away with an easy win. And Oklahoma started throwing punches, and TCU kind of like backed off a little bit. Kind of got smacked in the mouth a little bit, and then I think kind of rolled over towards yeah. the end there. I will say they were a bubble team for a long time. Unfortunately, the season didn't go as well as they wanted for Oklahoma, but credit to Porter Moser for at least keeping this team like fighting. They're still playing freaking hard. Still have a chance. <laughs> if you can win the Big 12 tournament and go through that gauntlet, like good for you. <laughs> I just don't essentially I, yeah. see it happening. Yeah, I mean, there's a I don't know what their odds are, but I'm pretty sure it's like plus 50,000. It's probably pretty high. Granted, we've seen Georgetown do – some crazy shit but we didn't see it to this level though no. and then Oklahoma State basically they're staying on the bubble they beat Texas Tech it's not really going to do anything for your resume but yeah it was kind of the battle of the bubble teams even though like Texas Tech's more yeah. on like in the consideration now sucks for the future that place well, they're on. dead now yeah pretty. So they're well, definitely dead. well without the without winning at all they're dead yeah. they can go to the title game lose by one to Kansas they're out yeah, yeah, it's tough, but um, yeah, I think that kind of put Oklahoma State in the right spot, but also potential early exit in the Big 12, and that still gets a little bit shaky. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, only one game from Saturday in the Big 10, Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan State handles business, 84-78. Again, nothing you could – nothing for bracketology. Basically, they lose. It hurts them. That's literally it. Sunday – Purdue up 19.5 over Illinois. Illinois comes storming back, but ultimately Purdue holds on 76-71. to Illinois, another team that has been super hard to gauge. I like to see a little bit of fight in there. And honestly, not, even if they didn't pull the game off, it makes me feel pretty good about them. Yeah, I mean, the fight to come back into this game like did a lot for me, but... Yeah, it hasn't been that great for us as Illinois future betters, but we were also talking about like once they get to the tournament and don't have to deal with that much height, especially when you're going up against Zach fucking Eady. Yeah, the tallest of them all. Yeah, I mean, then like we can see this team really shine, but yeah, I mean, Purdue's Purdue. Can you can't expect to beat them every time you're gonna play them. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think you can come out of this game like with both teams hanging their heads high. Like Illinois had the fight to come back, Purdue, learn how to close out teams after you because it seems like with those freshman guards, especially when things start when runs start happening and they get turned over, like they start to crumble and kinda back their head into their shell. They mm-hmm. were able to close the game out. So Indiana beats Michigan 75 to 73 in overtime. Michigan continues to get so close, but there are no moral victories in college basketball that's going to hurt them. That would have probably put them on the right side of the bracket before the tournament. This one's going to leave them on the other side. Yeah, I mean, Indiana had to rally in that second half to basically force overtime, but then at the same time, defensively, you were able to force Michigan to not even get a shot up. Yep, at the end of the game. But also, I don't. I can't remember. Maybe you know the the situation. Did they have any timeouts after? No. Okay, so that's why it just seemed like the plan was to get the ball to Hunter Dickinson, but he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it seemed like there's a little bit of miscommunication there. Exactly, but also in that situation, you're not thinking that they're gonna miss the free throw. You're thinking you're going to get the ball out of bounds and then, like, set a play up 
when it's something like a missed free throw and then you just, everything gets completely out of whack. It's hard to get a shot up like that. Yeah, it sucks. I will say Michigan's definitely good enough to be a tournament team. They're better than some of the teams that are going to make it. But unfortunately, like, you are what your resume is. And you're 17 and 14 without a lot of good non-conference wins. So they're going to have to win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament. And they'll probably have to beat Purdue. I think they'd play Purdue actually right after the first win. So they'll have I to do that. I can't remember. I literally looked at if the If they press. win that game, I think that they'll be in. But I forget who they play. They'll still have to win their first-round game, too. And there's no real – not. Every, we'll get to the conference tournaments after we're done with the recap, but yeah, that's kind of where they're sitting here. Penn State. You, Sons oh, of, yeah, so uh, not to just interrupt you really quick. Uh, so they play Rutgers in the first round, okay, and then they play Purdue. Okay. So, yeah, you have to win. If you win two of those game, both those games, which obviously you have to win them, to, and they should be just fine to make the tournament. Honestly, if they make it past Purdue, I don't see a reason why they're not in potentially in the we'll championship. Get, we'll get to that when we get to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, I just looked at it, and good God. Penn State beats Maryland 65-64 off of Cam Winter's buzzer beater. Basically got a rebound off of Jalen Pickett miss and lays it in at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, it was Seth Lundy's three, which if you got the number when we talked about it, it was one and a half. And I can't if Lundy's three goes in, that puts us at two for the cover. But unfortunately, no, Maryland does cover the game. But Penn State gets a win and are now probably sitting on the right side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And for Maryland, they still can't win outside of College Park. They just can't. Yeah. Um, Maryland, potentially the team that I could see on upset alert very soon. Or oh, especially because the-, the games aren't going to be in Maryland. Yeah, exactly. They have literally two wins away from College Park. It's oh, Jesus. No, probably the. What w- seed are they looking at right now? Around an eight nine. Oh, because yeah, well, before they were like a seven seed. Yeah, so yeah, that eight nine. Either way, if they win their first game, they'll be a, like a plane of one or two. Mm-hmm. Either way, yeah. and it must be contagious. It must be the state of Iowa because this team is hard to figure out too. Nebraska goes in Iowa, wins eighty one to seventy seven. Man, they're not good enough to get in. The resume is not good enough to get in, but it would be awesome to see Nebraska in tournament because that is a fun freaking basketball team. Man, they're not my flyer team for when we get to the conference tournaments, but, man, I really want to place a bet on them to fucking make it there. There's just something about this team. These last couple, like, last two months, honestly, they've just started to click and... I, I'll be honest, if I'm a team in the Big Ten tournament, I do not want to see ne- Nebraska. I really don't. No, I can't remember who drew them. I have the picture pulled up here. So they got Minnesota first, and then they have Maryland. Then they have Indiana, potentially. I don't – you're saying there's a path, Connor. Well, I mean, after – I mean, if you're able to get past Indiana – Looking at that side of the conference, the only other teams are Penn State, Illinois, and Northwestern. Which I'm going to say, spoiler for when we get to... I like... I'm not actually... I didn't pick them, but I actually think somebody... I would pick more of the teams in the bottom part of that Big Ten bracket to win it over the top. Yeah, honestly, there's only really two teams at the top that I potentially like, but... Yeah, we'll get to the conference tournament in a little bit, though. Northwestern beats Rutgers as Rutgers continues to fall. Crazy enough, Rutgers or Northwestern clinches the two seed with a victory. If they would have lost that game, they would have dropped to nine. That is mm-hmm. how tight the Big Ten title race is. Yeah, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And again, I think. As soon as I saw the bracket for the Big Ten tournament, I immediately wanted to like say, "Oh, they got Nebraska or Northwestern. That's a good draw there." I, we have to figure it out eventually that Northwestern is a good basketball team. Yeah, there's another team that when we get to the SEC that we just have to say, "Hey, they're a good team. They're a good basketball team." Yeah. Um, I also saw today that I guess they are finalizing a deal to extend Chris Collins as well, and I mean that's 
mm-hmm. very, very much deserved. Exactly. He's been doing wonders at Northwestern. He won't win it, but, like, honestly, to me, he should probably be coach of the year. Mm-hmm. That might be a stretch. I don't care. Like, I don't know who's done it. There's been a lot of great coaches out there, but. With the limitations you have at Northwestern to be this good, it means a lot. Also, losing your top two players from a year ago. Pete Nance is gone. Ryan Young is gone. Mm -hmm. And he got this team to a two seed. Yep. Incredible. Uh, Wisconsin beats Minnesota, (laughs) barely, but Wisconsin... I mean, it was basically... They needed a second-half comeback. Yeah, but. like, you keep your title ho- or your tournament hopes alive here. That's the only thing they could have done was hurt themselves. Now, over to the Big East on Saturday. UConn goes into Villanova, wins 71-59. to UConn is fucking back. Yeah, and... But also, at the same time, that Villanova team's got some fight. Like, I was watching the early portion of that game, and Villanova was going punch to punch with UConn for a bit. But then, it's kind of like the difference in talent started to show a little bit more, and UConn was able to pull away, but... I still, like, will not doubt this Villanova team, but, yeah, I mean, good win for UConn. They seem to really be hitting their stride. Could, Real, a very, very dangerous team when it comes to the tournament. Really nothing. Like, Vill, like Villanova's going to be a team that nobody wants to see in the Big East tournament. Exactly. And a team that still could be dangerous to make a run. Mm-hmm. Something we did not see coming. Seton Hall, 82. Providence, 58. Providence is number two on teams I have no idea about. I really don't. And this has literally been the M.O. of this Providence team for the last couple of years is their luck. But also, like, they're, they are so damn Jekyll and Hyde. I do not know what to expect from them game in and game out. Now, this was a perfect spot for Providence, too. Like, a get-right spot right before the Big East tournament, and they laid a fucking egg. Mm-hmm. But shout-out to Seton Hall. Those guys play hard. Um, did you have really anything else of importance in there? Uh, I mean, in the the uh, in the in Big East, the only other thing was, uh, like, Marquette like, got a little scared out. from Saint, by St. John's, but... Like a nice little thanks for coming out, St. John's. You kept it close. Yeah. Xavier dominated. Butler, Creighton dominated. DePaul. SEC. Texas A&M gets a big home victory. 67-61 to over Alabama. Connor, my guess is this is your SEC team. We have to admit is good. Yeah, we have to fucking admit it. I was on Bama because I was just betting the better team. There's a reason this line completely flipped from the time we had recorded to the time the tip happened i have to respect that texas a&m is a good team like bama's still in my opinion at the top of the sec but god damn it if the maggies ain't a good team yeah i mean they're super well coached wade taylor's probably the best point guard in the sec can I push back on them being really good, even though they're 15-3 in conference? Because there is an argument. There is an argument, but... And you're going to hear the argument. Uh, well, nobody wants to hear They only played Kentucky once. They played uh-huh. Alabama once, at home. Uh-huh. They played Tennessee once, uh-huh. at home. Those are the best three teams in the SEC. They lost to Kentucky at home. They beat Alabama and beat Tennessee at home. So that's two of their wins. You want to hear their other SEC wins? Mississippi, Missouri, like, good win. Arkansas, right before Nick Smith came back. LSU, Auburn, Georgia, Vandy, Auburn, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, LSU, Florida. Are we sure they're good, or are they just bottom-feeding on a weak bottom tier of the SEC? I don't know, because also, like, this win against Bama was so convincing. I understand, at home, but it was still convincing. Over yes. a team that we think is a national championship contender. Yes. Am I saying Texas A&M is going to make it to the Final Four? No. Do I think they – I forget their draw in the SEC. It, like, do I expect them to win the SEC? No. Do I think they could be an Elite Eight team? 
Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I'm I'm super, super skeptical. I'd love to see what they it's do. It's going to be very matchup dependent for me when it comes to, like, tournament. Yeah. I mean, that should be with everybody. I think yeah. it, depending on their draw, it could be – it could be a team like kind of like you said that I could have going to the Sweet 16, or it could be a team I have an upset alert week one mm-hmm. or opening round. Yep. Other matchups in the SEC. Um, I my thing's struggling to load here. Kentucky dominated. Arkansas. Oh yeah, Kentucky dominated Arkansas, eighty-eight to seventy-nine. Yeah, didn't see that coming at Arkansas. Austin Reeves goes for thirty-seven, and he's been playing out of his mind if he's going to be playing like this Kentucky is not just a contender for the second weekend they are a final four threat like this Kentucky team is good and it seems like Oshawa Sheway had that little stretch where he was struggling to guard off the ball but he's kind of figured it out and coach Cal has put him in situations to succeed I think this Kentucky team's really good I know at one point they were a bubble team but I'm taking this team very very seriously March yeah yeah definitely um but <laughs> what could it happen? Could like, wouldn't it be funny if they get bounced in the first round again? Yeah, I mean they're gonna have a tough. <laughs> but I'm also saying one. that as somebody who does have a future on them to make it to the final four, I don't know how much the brackets change. I really want that Purdue Kentucky second round matchup. Yeah, I think the only problem is you're you're better Kentucky's- off getting it at a seven two now. Yeah, because I think Kentucky's kind of moved a little bit higher, and Purdue definitely is susceptible to losing that one seed. Yeah, Auburn gets a win over Tennessee, seventy-nine to seventy. Yes, and they need a second half surge, but I kind of saw this coming. Like, yeah, no, you called it, you bet it. Yeah, there's a reason why it, I bet Auburn as an underdog, and by tip they were the favorite. I mean, I'm really starting to get concerned about Tennessee. Yeah, and that was something. When you told me to um, that you like this and to be something to tell, and I was like, dude, I just can't put my money on Auburn. Exactly. And hell, I did not expect a seventy-nine to seventy game in an Auburn Tennessee game. Not after that first one, when both teams failed to break fifty. Oh my god! Or yeah. maybe they did at the end, but it was no. They broke fifty, but my god, it was if damn it near to the end of the struggle. game. Yeah. What was well, it, wasn't it like twenty points at half? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was ugly. It was extremely like the ugly. live over under one point was like <laughs> ninety one. Yeah, but um, yeah, Auburn gets a much needed win. I think. Yeah, that's 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 good for Auburn. Auburn's in for yeah. sure. Still not a team I'm really that high on, but no. they're definitely in the tournament. No, that was more spot than anything. And then really, the only other one I have of importance is Vandy gets a win over Mississippi State, 77-72, without Liam Robbins, and they are officially in the next four out, according to Joe Lenardi. Vanderbilt. Ooh. Yeah, they're sneaking in there. Ooh. They're about the sixth team out right now. So, a couple wins in the tournament, they could have a shot there. Yeah, only other thing I had from the SEC was – and you and I watched it. Mizzou oh, yeah. kind of struggles with Ole Miss, but able to get the win. I like this Mizzou team, but man, there's those moments like this game that's just like, yeah. Situation like, against home against the worst I, team, you should be able to win that yeah. game pretty handily. Yeah, that does also ultimately worry me. To the ACC, Connor's favorite conference, Miami clinches the one seed with a 78 to 76 victory over the Pittsburgh Panthers. Yeah, absolute battle. Great game to watch. I know we didn't have it on the TVs. I threw it on my iPad because I was the only one with money on it. But, I mean, it was a great game. Just Miami and Pitt just going blow to blow with each other. And, yeah, Miami, great way to cap off this season, man. Yes, and awesome. Awesome for Miami. People, some people are getting mad that they're like they bought their team. They bought their team. Well, guess what? That is the new era of college sports. So yeah, until no offense, until the rules change, teams can be bought. Yeah, they're not breaking the rules. Get mad at the NCAA for not stepping in. Yes, and ultimately that's what happens. But guess what? Most of these guys were here a year ago, and maybe they wouldn't have gotten Nigel Pack, but Omir was transferring out of Arkansas State anyway. Not saying he would have went to Miami. But guess what? He's also from, I think, Nicaragua. So, like, going to a uh, 
South Florida school, is that really the biggest shocker? Like, not at all. Like, Nigel Pack, I can get it. You stole him from Kansas State. But other than that, most of these players are from the Elite Eight team a year ago. So I don't think there's a big reason to get up in arms about it. And, <laughs> and then and obviously the biggest story, Duke goes into Chapel Hill, pulls out a 62-57 victory, basically forcing North Carolina to probably win the ACC tournament to get in. Yeah, definitely. Sweet, sweet revenge. Yeah, I mean, we watched this whole game, and I know UNC had their moments where they got it close, but it just felt like Duke was in control this whole game. I, like, just went, like, if UNC had an answer, Duke had an immediate answer. It was a great game. It was an awesome game. Um, dude, I don't, I don't know who's really to blame for North Carolina, but this is literally the most disappointing team of all time. Like, if they don't make the tournament, no preseason number one team has ever missed the NCAA tournament, and they are looking to make history. It just to me, when they're out there, it just looks like nobody cares and nobody's trying. And maybe, just maybe, we overreacted, and they just got hot, like me and you said, before the season started, that we didn't think this team was really that good. They kind of just got hot. And when you're riding so high and you make it all the way to the title game, you're leading by 15 points, you're so close, and then you come back to where you're like when the water <laughs> leveled itself and you're just an average basketball team, it seems like there's a lot of quit out there. And when you watch Duke, it's a complete opposite. You got a bunch of got bunch of young kids fighting for a coach. So I think had me skeptical at the beginning of the year, but I think has done an amazing job yeah. in his first year, like taking over after Coach K, because that's probably the hardest job anybody's ever had to do. Mm-hmm. So, awesome for Duke. Could have won. They have won, I think it's 10 out of their last 13. It probably should be 12 mm-hmm. if two calls were made correctly. Like, this is another team that I think is going to be super, super dangerous Yep. in the tournament. Yep, definitely. you have anything else for the ACC? Most of the other matchups were just garbage on garbage. Yeah, that, yeah. other than, like, Virginia dominating Louisville, but who hasn't? Yeah. Um, Pac-12. Yeah. UCLA gets revenge on Arizona 82-73 in a game that really, really, really made me like UCLA. Yeah, I mean, UCLA basically proved that they're the top of the Pac-12 and... It's like, come take it. I just, the this UCLA team, the championship pedigree is there. They're going to be so dangerous. Now, the severity of Jalen Clark's injury is still not disclosed. I'm assuming when they figure it out, Mick Kernan's going to keep that close to the vest. If he is, if you saw the injury, if you saw the highlights of it, it doesn't look amazing. No, it doesn't look good. <laughs> If he's out, that really, really makes me nervous. I hate injuries, especially this late in the college season. Let's pray that he's going to be okay because it's a guy we want to see in March. But, man, if he's hurt, I think – I do think they have the players to still make it to a Final Four, but obviously it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. Elsewhere in the SC, or the Pac-12, USC beats Arizona State, kind of keeping Arizona State on the outside looking in. Uh, it was 68-65. They get the cover after yes. we were duped. Drew Peterson was not supposed to be playing in that game. He was announced out, and then an hour before tip was announced. No, he is playing, and we already had our bets in. Yep. And then I'm pretty sure you left my house when we were down like 14. Yeah. And then literally five minutes later, I'm texting, hey, we're down two. I'm like, what? Because they literally came storming. Yeah, and I literally read, and I'm like, I'm just going to act like I didn't see that and see what happens when I get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically at the end of that, they yeah. got a cover. So Arizona State looks like they have a little bit of work to do. From basically what's happened so far in conference tournaments, we've had five teams that have clinched their ticket. Southeast Missouri State beat Tennessee Tech to win the Ohio Valley. Drake boat raced Bradley for the Missouri Valley title. That's probably going to be a popular team in the tournament, but it's going to be a team that I love. That's a very old team that has a lot of experience. Kennesaw State goes from winning one game, Connor, two years ago to winning the Atlantic Sun. Unfortunately, the Liberty Flames will not be attending the NCAA tournament. Um, UNC Asheville, I don't know if you paid attention to this one. Down 14 to Campbell. 
late into the second half and just comes roaring back, and they get a victory. Unfortunately, it's probably... I, I don't know. It's basically just based off metrics. They're going to be a 16, which sucks, unless we get some other crazy, crazy um, upsets in their conference tournaments and they get pushed to a 15. But Drew Pember is a guy that played at Tennessee, and he is super, super fun. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get very much of them in the tournament. Um, and then Fairleigh Dickinson win, won the NEC. Well, they haven't won the... They're in the NEC tournament final against Merrimack, but unfortunately, again, dumbest rule in sports, Merrimack is not eligible for the NCAA tournament. Yep. And we have two tournament finals tonight in the Sun Belt. The eight-seeded South Alabama Jags are playing Louisiana, and Jake Stevens-led Chattanooga Mox are playing the one-seed Furman for the SoCon Furman looking for their first NCAA tournament bid in like 40 years. They've been so they've been the best team in that conference for the last like 6 7 years just can't get it done in the tournament. So, kind of pulling for them. But Connor, no picks. We are going in to break down these six power or the Power 6 tournaments mm-hmm. and see where you think there's value and who is your pick to win it. We're going to start here with I have the brackets pulled up. If you don't have them pulled up, I have them. I, I while you were doing all that talking, uh, I was pulling them up so that I, I was informing the people what happened in the tournaments. Before. I know, and I was sitting here getting the brackets pulled up so that I could discuss it. Where are we heading first? We're starting with the Big Twelve, like normal. I was just gonna go in the copy that the normal order we go in. So, oh shit, this bracket's blurry. In the Big 12, Connor, there's 10 teams, and man, there's no like... It wasn't one of those things where you get a draw, and you're like, oh, that's a good draw, because there's no good draw in the Big 12. All 10 teams can beat all 10 teams any given freaking night. There's no Minnesota, there's no Georgetown, there's no DePaul, there's no Boston College. No, it's honestly such a crapshoot. Like, I... (laughs) There's so many teams that I could make a case for, but then you see like, oh, they have a gauntlet. Oh, they have a gauntlet. Oh, it's just, it's so hard to predict. It really is. So who ultimately did you have coming out of there? I will, I will interrupt you real quick though. Um, the, obviously the big story for the big 12 tournament for a team that kind of steal a bid would have been Texas tech. I, I don't I don't see any scenario where it's going to happen when they have they have to play West Virginia their first game and Kansas and not to mention Justice Smith How their head coach. How can you just dismiss Oklahoma going on a run? I, I honestly they could. <laughs> For all I, know, I mean, they, they play literally play Oklahoma State, then play Texas, who you've beaten, then the winner of the Kansas State TCU. You just beat TCU. Yeah, I was more saying Texas Tech just spent their head coach, too. Like, I don't see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know maybe it's out of spite. Like, we'll play hard for the other guy to say, screw you, because there's obviously tension between the two. Yeah. But I don't see the scenario. So, who do you have actually winning? I mean, it's hard to not take the best team in the Big 12, and that's Kansas. Yeah. I mean, there's not. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's still plus uh, 275 to win it. Yeah, oh, we should preface. When we say who we think's going to win it, it's not who we're betting. It's who do I think's going to win it. Mm. Like, I'm not going to probably bet Kansas. At two, it's 275. That's mm. actually not that bad. I probably will bet that. <laughs> but, like, if it's a team that's like like UCLA is plus 110. Like, I'm not betting it at plus 110. Sorry, mm. I'm not going to do it. There's no value there. But, yeah, I – Shocker enough, I have Kansas winning the tournament, too. Is that a real big shocker? No. Not at all. Um, if you had to take any value out of that, I mean, who was your team to pick? Please don't take mine. But I'm not going to tell you. I mean, like my flyer, I, I, it's hard to bet against them. Kansas State, dude, I, I think that there's a path. Okay, I disagree with the path because I don't think there's a path for anybody <laughs> here. I think you're just going to have to be better than everybody else. And honestly, like, yeah, it, it, I think when it comes to the championship, like, I think it's an all-Kansas championship. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, my value pick was um, was going to be TCU at 750, but I didn't realize I must have glossed over it. And you even told me about this, so that's my fault. I didn't realize Kansas State was 650. Yeah, like that's a really really good value for the second best or the third, third best team, team. Yeah, in the Big 12, who's beaten all of these teams so far. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, nobody this one of them. Like at 650, that seems really good. But I do like TCU too. Um, I'm not going to overreact to the loss against Oklahoma. Um, for I think after when I think when you get past TCU though, I probably wouldn't do anything. Like I'm not touching West Virginia 15 to one, Oklahoma State at 30 to one. I'm definitely not touching touching Texas Tech or Oklahoma. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not touching Iowa State. Like yeah, if I'm no. placing a bet on five teams. It's Baylor, Kansas. Texas, Kansas State, or TCU. I'm not touching Iowa State. Yeah, it's good. Could Iowa State fucking win the whole goddamn thing? Absolutely. Which is weird because when I I did like my own bracket for it, and like I immediately, as soon as I saw that matchup, Baylor, Iowa State, like scribbled in Baylor. Baylor just got beat at home by 15 by Iowa State. Yeah, I didn't want to show them anything. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to show them too much, you know? Like, easy, easy win. Like, they well, want they, they ran a very vanilla offense, very vanilla defense, and didn't want to give any plays away. Which that shit does happen. Like yesterday, a lot of people were on uh, on the Houston for only beating like Memphis by two and not covering. Like Houston went out there and ran zone. They haven't ran zone all freaking year just to do something else against a worthy opponent because really they had nothing to play for. Yeah, exactly. And neither really did any of these teams because they were already going to play each other. So, Connor, Big Ten, give me a winner here. So, I can't pick Purdue. You can't. I really can't. I don't blame you. And, like, the, Every I don't want to bring here. the betting into it. I know they're plus 150. I just don't know if I can trust this team, honestly. Like, can they win it? I think, yeah. I think they are the smart, easy pick to win this. I just can't pick them. So my pick, Indiana. I mean, I could probably make the same argument against Indiana as Purdue as well. But I know, but you and I, so you and I talked about this. We almost like the value of the teams that aren't in the top four seeds than we do for the top four seeds. Yeah. But, but also, like, not trying to bring betting into it. We are a game. Pl- we are a betting podcast, but but at plus five fifty, that seems like a lot. It seems seem like, like a lot for the second best team in the Big Ten, who is on the side where who's on who's on the side of beat Purdue both times they played them. True, but I'm saying, and they wouldn't even have to face Purdue to the title game. Exactly, like, and honestly, like looking at their side of the bracket. It, it, just going off of how it should go, their matchup before the final should be Northwestern. It, it, dude, it's I, I don't. It's still Northwestern. Like I but, now here. Like I know thing. Northwestern's good, but like to me, that's an Indiana victory. Exactly. Every time, like exactly. I don't care. And like, okay, so maybe Penn State can make a run. Still like Indiana over them. Illinois can make a run. Indiana over them, and even. So saying Nebraska beats Minnesota like they should. Nebraska plays Maryland Hasn't to play any. Indiana. Like yeah. Indiana's path just seems too fucking yeah. easy to the championship. And like looking at the Purdue side, like if Michigan wins, they're immediately playing Purdue. That's not a matchup I want if I'm Purdue. No, not at all. So yeah, I just think Indiana's, but go on with your pick. I pick Purdue. State. No, I pick Purdue. Oh wow. Um, loser. There's really not a lot. They're just the best team in the Big Ten, and they've been all year. No, I mean that's the case that needs to be made for them. And they have the best player in all their games. Exactly. That's literally all I can say. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't bet it though. I'm not betting it. Not at 150. Hell, I'm not betting at 150. All right. So, who would you say would be a team that you would love to take value I on that you're dying so to much. tell me. I love this so much. So I think one of the biggest advantages 
for a team when it comes to tournaments is being able to score with anybody. At plus 2,200, the Iowa oh, Hawkeyes. Oh, no, not what, who I thought you were going to pick. Who did you think I was going to pick? Penn State, who is that? No, 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 no. That was a matchup with Illinois. When you said score with anybody, I was like, you picked Penn State? No, I, there's something about Iowa's path. So they play the winner of the Ohio State-Wisconsin game. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Wisconsin wins that game. But I'm not afraid of either one of those teams. After that, no offense, they play your Michigan State Spartans. Mm-hmm. We already saw what the hell happened there. Got dominated for 59 minutes. Who won the game, though? Well, 59 minutes, math. Not a math guy. 39 minutes. But who won the game? Iowa. Exactly. Then you'd have to play Purdue. Man, I just... What a clash of styles. Exactly. Now, obviously, there is a very, very long path, and that's playing Purdue before you even have to play potentially Indiana or Northwestern or whoever on that side. But there was just something about their path and the fact that they can score with absolutely anyone at plus two, over plus 2,000, I don't hate the value. No, I and you know what I do like about that too is it seems like every time around this year, Iowa makes some crazy run in the Big Ten tournament. And they won it last year. Mm-hmm. We build them up as this team for a dark horse to make a run in the, in the NCAA tournament, and they let us down. Yes. But here, they've always been super successful. And like you said, I do kind of – I don't hate that path either. I'm picking Penn State or – here's my prediction – the winner of the 10-7 game, Penn State-Illinois makes it to the Big Ten title game. That's going to be my prediction. Plus 2,500 and plus 1,200. The reason I'm going to pick Penn State at the 2,500 is is because unless I'm playing Indiana or Purdue, I have the best player in that game. And I'm always going to have the best player in that game, and it's not up for debate. Plus, like, Illinois kind of in. Produce, or I mean Purdue. Penn State's still trying to play to make it in. Yes, now, of all these teams in the Big Ten, I think if somebody plays to their ceiling, Illinois might be the best team in the Big Ten. So that also scares me. It's tournament time, and we always said this team's built to play in a tournament. But, yeah, I, my ultimate prediction is the winner of the 10-7 game makes it to the Big Ten title. It, now, that is also just glossing over Northwestern that I've done all freaking year long, and it's let me down. But, man, you're not telling me when Illinois – if Illinois beats Penn State and they're lined up with Northwestern and the spreads Northwestern minus one that that I'm not supposed to bet Illinois, like I'm doing it. Mm. I don't care. It's still Northwestern. But again, Penn State can score with anybody when they're hitting their threes. They're unstoppable. And Jalen Pickett is going to be the best player. He's going to be the best guard. Period. In any of these situations in the tournament, and that's what you need in a tournament setting. Also, don't be afraid to take a flyer on Nebraska. I see <laughs> again. This is the path. The path, the path. Isn't, isn't awful. And if you want, well, I wonder what the games were against Indiana. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But if you bet a dollar, you can win two hundred fifty dollars. Huh? How much? If you bet a dollar, you can win two hundred fifty dollars. That's worth it. All I got to do is be Minnesota. Minnesota stinks. Maryland can't win away from College Park. Now. I don't have a case for them to beat Indiana. But, but if they beat Indiana and they're in, final, in the final four of the Big Ten, all bets are off. Exactly. And they can have a shot. Now over to the Big East. One of the f- most, one of the best of the tournaments. It's at Madison Square Garden. Obviously, there's so many iconic moments. The Kemba shot, all that. It's one of the funnest ones. It's been the funnest, for me, the most fun league this year. Connor, who is your pick to come out of the Big East? I mean, it's hard to bet against UConn, but I'm picking Marquette. We've been on this team all year. This team, there's something about this team. I know they're not the favorite. I know UConn is, but man, this Marquette team has been good all season. I can't remember what happened in the UConn games. Shit. I should have looked. I know they beat UConn once. Hmm. I don't know about the second. They no the one time they 
the one time, I'm pretty sure they both boat raced each other. Because I know one time we were on Marquette to beat UConn, and literally like 10 minutes into the game, I checked the score, and they were down 20. Yeah, but either way, I think Marquette comes out winning this. But also, well, I'll save it for my flyer, but go ahead. I mean, I don't hate that. I mean, if you have Tyler Kolick in any game, like he's by far the best guard and what do you need in tournament settings? The guards and really good coaches. And you got Shaka Smart on the other side. I pick Creighton. Creighton's been to the tournament or been to the final like four times since they joined the Big East and it hasn't that, really been that long. I think that, this is the year they finally get it done. It's This is going to be very weird to say, but that is my dark horse. Like, I don't blame you. I don't. I really don't no, blame like, you. Like, in my opinion, there's no value with Providence. There's, I don't trust Xavier enough. I don't trust – like, honestly, you – in my opinion, when looking at this bracket, you could – other than, like, Villanova, like, you could really, like, skip over those games because none of – I, in my opinion, none of those teams in the first round are making yeah. a run. My value pick was Seton Hall because they play hard. That was literally it. They play really freaking hard. And maybe a little bit of Shaleen Holloway's magic from the St. Peter's run comes back. But I – to me, honestly – there's it's a three team race. It's Marquette, Creighton, and UConn. Yeah, and the the reason I like Creighton so much is their path seem like obviously UConn and Marquette are gonna have to play each other. Yeah, that's why I kind of like Creighton's path is much easier because you should have a fairly easy path to the championship. Yep, and obviously there's news that Fremantle is not gonna be back this year for Xavier. He had season ending surgery over the weekend, so that he's sucks, done. Man. I I know like Zoe Boom's really good for Xavier, but there's something about that team that doesn't really do it for me. I think if Creighton can beat, I think Creighton's hardest game is probably gonna be Villanova. And then yeah, and Xavier, that's why and then I also game. wouldn't hate a fire on Nova. I wouldn't hate it. It's plus a thousand. I was kind of hoping it would be a little higher when I opened. Yeah, up Yeah, I was the, hoping for plus two when I opened up the opened up DraftKings, but I just I. I think I think it's okay sometimes that blue bloods don't make the tournament. Like college, ba- like we all want to like wish them in. Yeah, it's okay if they don't make it. The tournament survived when Duke didn't make it. The tournament they, survived when Kentucky didn't make they it. They could make a great NIT or NIT team. They probably declined the invitation, but eh. still. Moving over to SEC, Connor. You picking Texas A and M? No. Um, you my- talk- you loved them earlier. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to take the easiest. I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking I'm Alabama. I'm beating it to you. I'm, I'm taking Bama. Fuck you. Um, I know it's only plus 150, but still, it's they're the best fucking team in the SEC. Your path is fairly easy, in my opinion. Like, am I really that? Like, we love Mizzou. I'm not am, scared of Mizzou. Exactly. Is Tennessee going to make a run? Probably not. But but even if they do, am I worried about it? No. It's, it's just like worry about who you have to play in the championship. 1,000%. And to be honest, dude, I've watched every college, like not every game, but like I've been watching college basketball every single day since the season started. The fact that Missouri is a four seed in the SEC tournament, I thought the SEC was a little better than this. Yeah, like I mean, that, like that Mizzou. This Mizzou team is not the four. Should it, not be the fourth best. The team. one that kind of surprised me the most was Arkansas at the ten. Yeah, that stretch with the Knicks when Nick Smith was out definitely hurt them. Did my flyer team? I said fuck it. Give me plus four thousand Vanderbilt. I don't hate that. I don't. They've hate lost that. like they've won like nine of ten games. I know. I Their don't. First round matchup is going to be against George LSU. I don't care. They've already beaten, shown they can beat Kentucky. When Kentucky was like firing at all cylinders, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not ready to say Texas A&M's that good. You win that one, and you're playing Alabama for all the marbles. Like, and then all bets are off at that point. They win that game, they're in the tournament. They clinch a spot. There's no doubt about it. They'll punch their ticket. Now, if they get beat by LSU or something stupid in the their first game, would it shock me? No. No. But if you're gonna be plus. You're giving me forty to or four hundred to one. Fuck yeah, I'll take that. All right, so I know I said I have to respect this Texas A and M team. No, they're not my flyer, 
but they're probably going to lose in their first round matchup because my flyer is Arkansas. Okay, if you said Auburn, I would have thrown this pen in your face. Plus 1,200. I love their path. And honestly, when I think about a team that if they made it to the championship, like who does Bama not want to see? I think it's Arkansas. Like I know that's crazy to say for a team that has a, that is a ten seed in their conference ch- uh, tournament, but man, that they're still a very solid team. They took Bama down to the wire at Bama. Mm. Like, I mean, that team has like four NBA players on it. Exactly, and like the must bus gets it going in tournament season. He's like the new Tom Izzo of March. Exactly, he really is. Exactly. Without the title. He he 100% is. I know it's a long path, but I think it's a fairly easy path. Yeah, that was one I really liked and one I thought about picking, but I kind of thought that would be like the sexy pick. So I was like, fuck it, I'm throwing Vandy in there. And honestly, like with Vanderbilt, I think the case I made is like makes sense. They've no, it honestly beat, does. They've already beat Kentucky. Exactly. I'm not sold on Texas A&M. Now, if they get to the title game somehow and play Alabama, I ultimately think they get boat raced. Yeah. But, like, you're there, fuck shit up. Exactly. To the ACC, I know who your champion's going to be. You know who my champion's going to be. I I don't know if you know who my champion's going to be. All right, who do you think's going to win it? Duke. Oh, really? You said Duke? Because I also said Duke. Yeah, uh, but (laughs) I know who my flyer is. It's Miami. Honestly, okay, dude. that's not bad. No, it, like, no offense to the other side of the bracket. Um, whoever wins this Duke-Miami matchup wins the whole fucking thing, in my opinion. Like, I, no offense to Virginia. I know I have a natty bet on them. I don't really like that. I wish you would have talked me out of it more. They haven't sh- I mean, they at that time, like, they had like shown team. the weaknesses, and now the weaknesses have come through. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm low-key, not to interrupt you, f- thinking Tony Bennett might have, like, a little Jim Beheim syndrome. Like, the game is changing. Maybe it's time to, you don't always have to run. <laughs> no, no, he's not killing a guy. <laughs> it's time to maybe give up. You don't have to full-heartedly be like, I'm running the pack line. That is it. I'm running the zone. That is it. Because kind of guy like, kind of turned like Dabo, like how he was like, I, I'm not going into the portal. I'm yeah. running my offense, and now he's finally like, making dude, the change. But you know how to beat the pack line? Shoot threes. What is everybody else? What does everybody do in basketball from ages six and older? They shoot threes. Exactly. And they shoot them really well. Like I'm not saying you can't run it, but it doesn't have to be the face of your whole program. Like, Jim Beheim's zone is the reason they're they're fucking terrible every year. They can score with about anybody. It's just they can't, literally cannot defend. Buddy, you want to know something now looking at this bracket? What's that? There's a, team's a team that's path I do not hate. Oh, God. Is it's, it Syracuse? <laughs> no, it's fucking North Carolina, dude. No, Look, I said that. Dude, we that, said that. Oh, we didn't say on the podcast. We yeah, about no, it. just now, like looking at their draw, play the winner of Boston College, Louisville. Uh, then you have to play Virginia, who you beaten. Then, like out of the other side, like it's probably going to be Clemson or NC State. Like, I love you, and like I think UNC has such a path to the championship. How poetic would it be? If Duke and them met in the title game and Duke beat them again, just like they double Duke last year, uh-huh. would be so like, it would be like a movie. Like that is exactly what but, would happen. Oh, but no, the, I'm sorry, but the real movie is UNC gets revenge against Duke, gets into the tournament, yeah. and then fuck shit up. If UNC makes it to the championship, beats Duke, I am putting a natty future on UNC. I, I wouldn't accept, I wouldn't blame you, but guess what? At the same time, it wouldn't shock me. Boston College beat them. Yeah, no, Louisville beats them. <laughs> if Louis, if Louisville beats North Carolina, if Louisville makes it to the third round of, the, or yeah, would it be the third round? It'd be the third round. Yeah, third round of the ACC championship. I might get Louisville Cardinal tattooed on my ass. 
Wait, what? Well, hold on. I'll, that if they if they go to the third round. No, I'm not being real. Oh, but. that's what I was hoping for. No, shut up. It's Louisville. I know. No, I'm not. I'm not putting an ass tattoo. So I, is North Carolina your flyer? No, like I said, Miami's honestly my flyer, but I don't hate a flyer on UNC. The flyer on the one seat, huh? <laughs> well, there uh, it's a flyer on the non-favorite. Yes, because Duke true. is the favorite. It's just, I, in my opinion, the winner of that Duke Miami game went ugh, game is the ACC champion. I okay. don't really like you, anybody on that side, but goddamn it, if UNC ain't gonna fucking make a run, I picked NC State. Just because NC State is, like, Trevion Smith is a really good guard and DJ Burns can fuck shit up down low. And, like, I'm I'm saying, like, they had an easy draw. Like, they played Clemson. Not to mention Clemson just boat raced them at their own place, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I I picked them. The thing that does worry about me with NC State is your, your... your first matchup should be Virginia Tech. And Virginia Tech's like a team that I know they've been so up and down, but, man, they they could be scary in this tournament. You do get that in the tournament sometimes, too, is like teams that had preseason expectations and just didn't meet them, and for some reason they come out in the tournament. Like Texas State made it to the final four in the Sun Belt, and they were projected to be second in the league. They ended up finishing second to last. And they just, you know, it just – all all the stuff we did in the offseason, like touting these guys up, was true. It just never clicked until the very end. And obviously, like, they came up short, but, like, that's another case. That's actually not a bad case for Virginia Tech either. Like, between Hunter Couture and Justin Mutz, like, they're talented. Yeah, but, it's like, could I make a case for any, <laughs> any team on the right side of the bracket as you're looking at it? Yes, but ultimately, I don't think the winner isn't Miami or Duke. Yep, one thousand percent. Pac twelve, dude. I I struggle with this one. Like, I have. I think my winner. Everybody knows I'm picking UCLA. Yes, yeah, and here. I think you are too. I have them. I've been saying on this podcast for weeks. That I think they're the. They would be my natty favorites. When it comes to a flyer, I picked Washington State at plus two thousand. Just because Muhammad Guy, but do I think there's any chance in hell they win it? No, I think it's Arizona or UCLA. I got a flyer. Okay, Arizona State. Okay, yeah, that's that's not a bad one either. I just think like the path is a little bit like easier. No, like it's hard to pick a flyer because no matter what in the semis you're gonna be going up against UCLA or Arizona. It would help if like. You didn't like if the, if Arizona and UCLA were on a con- like collision a course four. before the championship, but yeah. ultimately, I think it just comes down to Arizona and UCLA. But with I'm not gonna bet against a team that has their back against the wall, sort of, to make it into the tournament. Yeah, and if I want to, if I'm being honest, I plus think... one thousand two hundred. I believe. no, they did not. I thought Washington State might have beat UCLA. They'll be lost by one that day. Um, really, the only last one I wanted to say: who wins the who wins the WCC? St. Mary's or Gonzaga? I think Gonzaga. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm picking Gonzaga. I'm not betting it. No. You can get value on it. I'm pretty sure it's like minus one twenty five. Like it's not terrible. Yeah, paired up with somebody like paired up with Houston at minus three hundred, make it. Like Paired up with UCLA, Alabama. Yeah, something like that Duke. to be crazy. I do have, so, I mean, this is more personal stuff, but I'm saying it anyway because I'm already there. I do have a weird spot tonight. So I have, I parlayed UNC Asheville and Northern Kentucky to win the their conference tournaments. Obviously, Asheville already cashed. So I'm waiting. So I have Northern, Northern Kentucky still left. They were the harder leg. They were the plus 400. So they're in the semis tonight. Mm-hmm. Is there a possibility to like hedge twice? I guess, but the problem is they're the underdog tonight. So it's like, I think you're better off. I think I was better off. I was arguing with our, I was, I don't know who the fuck I was talking about tonight, today with, but I think you're better off just winning, hoping they win tonight and they become the favorites in the title game. And then you put the money on 
done yeah yeah it's hard with the situation you're in it's hard to double hedge yeah it's it's super hard um the like way to double hedge would be if you were on the opposite side and then you could take the underdog plus the points mm -hmm. but you also know that's how i do shit and you hate that it's true um last thing before we leave i want to Shout out Northern Arizona for knocking off the one seed in the big sky, Eastern Washington. I will preface this. Eastern Washington was the favorite to win the big sky tournament. They were 16 and two in conference. I have a 10 team conference championship parlay. Three of them have cashed. Uh Eastern Washington was a leg in that and it did not. Damn. Obviously if the other nine hit, I'm going to be so fucking pissed if they lost it to the nine seed who I think won 11 games all year. I will be so mad. That's tough, man. That's gambling, baby. It really is. Especially, and also busted a parlay where I put them with like, uh, I think it was an over, an alternate over I got at like minus 130 and I put them in there at minus 500 to make it even odds and the minus 500 lost. That's gambling. Uh, we'll be back Friday. Enjoy all the conference tournaments. We'll have a lot of picks. And then I think Monday, after Selection Sunday, we'll be... Yeah, Monday we should be doing our bracket. We'll have some picks on... We'll... For a tournament, we're going to have three episodes coming out. Yeah, because we're going to do the... Was we're going to do... Monday is going to be our podcast bracket. Do picks on Wednesday... And picks on Saturday. Yep. Saturday, quick recap, picks. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Wednesday and Saturday will be picks. For you I guys. will preface this that Saturday is gonna be harsh. Yes, I'm. I've not had a voice on Saturday in a tournament in a long time. But we will be drinking a lot of ghosts. Yes, and powering through it, smoking yes. a lot of cigarettes. Oh God, <laughs> cigs inside. All right, buddy. I'm out. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>